Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Welcome to the show and a good Thursday to you. Mark Aram and pals with you only till 7 tonight. That's the new Thursday lineup, Longoria. We'll make way for Coach Kirby Smart at 7 p.m. So we'll have an hour to get to uh, a lot of stuff. Little Sanjay will join us next half hour with a uh, Would You Rather segment. Always funny. Even an abbreviated Would You Rather segment. So last night in the show, Deb Green, I came up with what I thought was a million-dollar idea to have Chris Chandler read bedtime stories to kids. Not live. You know, he, you don't bring him over to your house, Longoria, and read to your I daughters. But we have an app where, you know, he reads Dr. Seuss and Shel Silverstein, blah, blah, blah. And I thought it was a great idea. You guys poo-pooed it, or Chuck poo-pooed it. Uh, then it turned out there's actually a thing already that does that called Calm that people listen to, not specifically for kids. It's like a meditation app. Mine mine was specifically made for kids, but it, it showed me that I do on occasion come up with good ideas, I, yet I never follow through with them. I've never I've had brilliant ideas in the past, but I'm either too lazy or just don't have the, the mechanism to make them happen. And I, it's it's ironic that we talked about this last night. So today I'm driving along on the road and I see a store. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, give the store's name just yet. We're trying to get the owner on the phone. And it was you know like in a little strip mall, and the sign said purveyors of fine yarn. Fine yarn. Fine yarn. Purveyors of fine yarn. Now you know I've seen just about every kind of store in Metro Atlanta, vape shops and. Um, liquor stores and yoga, hot yoga, goat yoga, frozen uh, yogurt. I mean, there's a ton of stores out there. I've never in my life seen a store that sold yarn. And not just yarn, fine yarn. Other than like the sewing shops, like the Michaels exactly. and the Joanne no, this was a standalone barn. Uh, this was a standalone little mom and pop operation, purveyors of fine yarn. And I said to myself, good for them. They said, you know what? There's a hole in this market in Metro Atlanta. <laughs> There's not a place where you can get fine yarn. And I tip my hat to the owners of the store that is purveyors of fine yarn because they had a dream. And I don't know how it's going. I didn't know that there was a need for fine yarn. That's not my, you know, that's not my gig, man. <laughs> um, but I was I was like, wow, that, that person had an idea like I did. The Chris Chandler idea or the uh, the touch idea where you can go and get your back scratched or snuggle, blah, blah, blah. And they say, you know what? I'm going to go for it. I had a huge amount of respect for whoever owns the shop that is a purveyor of fine yarn. I've never once purchased yarn in my life. Longoria, have you no. never purchased yarn? Mm-hmm. We're probably not the, the key demo no, there. No. Deb Green purchased yarn before? Not since elementary school when I made a yarn owl. Yeah. But that's probably about it. When I was growing up, my mom was a big needle pointer. Have you ever heard about that? Mm-hmm. Needle point. And our house at the time, this was late 70s, early 80s, needle point all over the house. Like she'd do, she'd do a cheetah on needle point and then hang it on the wall. And I guess, you know, in the 70s, 80s, that was yeah. hip. That was hip. But she would, she would spend all this time needle pointing a cat. 
a dog, a turtle, whatever, and then just put it in a frame <laughs> and hang it on the. So I, I know there is a, a need for uh, fine yarn. I'm not sure my mom used fine yarn in her. What's the point. difference between fine yarn and regular yarn? You know? We're trying to we're trying to find out. We're trying to get the person yeah. on. And I want I wanted to give this store a free plug, and we were they're supposed to the owner is supposed to come on. We're having a tough time getting in, in yeah, touch with them. Touch with- but but here's what I want to to talk about. In your past, ladies and gentlemen, as you drive home in Atlanta's traffic, and we'll have a traffic update in just a minute with Doug Turnbull, have you ever had an idea and you went for it? Did you ever have a, a lightning strike and you said, ah, oh, I'm going to sell Longoria's Cascajones. I'm going to open a Cascajones stand. <laughs> and, and have you had an idea like that and did you go for it? And if so, did it work or did it fail? Or have you had a great idea and you've never had the gumption to do it? And I'm there with you. I have all these great ideas. I just never follow through with them. So I want to hear your successes, your failures, your never even tried ideas. Because I was really, uh, I'm moved. Yeah, I was moved, Longoria. I'm okay. not afraid to say it. Yeah, yeah. I was moved going by this store that sells fine yarn. That was, That's someone that said, you know what? I know this can work. This is a million-dollar idea. There's nowhere in Metro Atlanta you can get fine yarn. You can get your regular yarn. Yeah. The Certainly. yarn barn, the yeah. yard shop, the yarn store. But there's no fine yarn store. So in honor of the uh, person that, that had the idea to open the fine yarn store, what's been your great idea? And have you tried to, to get it put forth? Did it fail? Did it uh, succeed? Or are you like me and you're just sitting on your bum and it's never done anything. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Have you ever had a great idea, Longoria? I did. Which, which was? was the overnight uh, cookie business that uh, they stole from me, that insomnia cookies. How, how long ago did you have the overnight It was about 15 years ago. I was living in Texas, and I thought, third shifters need to Sustenance. be like, something yeah. delivered, like sweets. Yeah. So it was cookies, brownies, anything like that, just delivered to them. And potheads yeah, also. Yeah, I was about but, to say, were you under the influence you know, when he came up with this well, idea? I don't know. So you were too far ahead of the yeah. curve. So that I, delivery stuff wasn't around really right, 15 it wasn't. years ago. Interesting. Deb Green, you ever had a million-dollar idea that you never just... Absolutely not. No, nothing? No, nope, not that kind of... Have I just tr- don't think that way. Have you but, tried to be an entrepreneur at any time? Because that's what this yarn person is. They're an entrepreneur. They're going right, out... Yeah. And they're, they're trying to make things happen. Have you ever done anything like that? No. I just, one, I don't have money to start up anything. Yeah. But I think the thing I tried to do is be in radio. I'm like, I'm going to try to be on the radio. And, so, and so there you, you go. you succeeded, yeah. for the most part. You, you, wound up on the, <laughs> you wound up on the Mark Aram Show, which well, isn't, you know, glorious success, but it's it's a modicum of success. Yeah, uh, so, you know, I wonder, so you mentioned money. I wonder how much money it's, it takes to start a, a, a fine yarn shop. You know, like rent, what's the startup capital there? Rent a space, probably have it imported, right? Yeah, well, how much yeah. is fine yarn? I don't know. All right, so there we go. 404-872-0750, wsbtalk Jack kicks us off in Cartersville. Jack, welcome to the show, brother. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you for taking my call. I called last night when you were on this topic about your app, and uh, I was, I'll, I'll be 60 years old this year. We had something when I was a kid. We, of course, we didn't have smartphones and an app, but we had transistor radios. Oh, yeah. I remember them. We, I remember being underneath the covers, listening to my transistor radio, and the CBS Mystery Theater would come on. And that's what I went to sleep to every night. You're dating yourself. Yeah, that's that's a long <laughs> time ago, my friend. That is a long... It was I, so good. I've always radio wanted to do that. Back. You know, so they the radio plays, Deb Green, back in the day, where, you know, they had Superman was like presented as an audio play. I always wanted to do one in modern day. 
They still that's kind of still big in Europe. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll, maybe I'll write one. Okay. And we'll do it one we'll special all, we'll night. We'll do like yeah, a, we'll do a podcast extra. Yeah, we'll do characters. Like you can be the female lead. Chuck okay. will be the the male lead. Longoria and I will be the detectives or whatever. Uh, Lee's in Cartersville. Lee, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, how you doing tonight, guys? What's up, brother? Back uh, back in the eighties, when I graduated high school, I went to a concert. It was a Cars concert, and it was one of the filthiest places I've ever been to. So I said to myself, "Let me come up with an idea." So I put. Candy wipes, toilet paper, and toilet seat covers all in a little package Ooh. back in the 80s and tried to tried to put it out there on the market. I went through one of those stupid innovation centers. Oh, no. That's, yeah, that's a bad move. Up, yeah, they just ended up taking my money and not marketing so, it. So right, t- pitch me the idea again. What, what was in And what was in this pack and how is it presented? It was just a little package, like wallet size. And okay. all it had was if you had your MREs back then, yep. you had a little thing of toilet paper. Then you had handy wipes, and you had uh, toilet seat covers. Wow. And it was called Hattie's Handies. And, that's a uh, that's a really good idea, Lee. And I'm not just saying that because of IBS, and I always have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> but that's that's a really good idea, man. I like that. Well, it never it never took off. It cost me about ten thousand dollars of my dad's money. <laughs> so you know it. Uh, Thanks, you know, Dad. But anyway, <laughs> uh, you know. But he did say, you know, when he was dying on his deathbed, that he was. He was proud of me because it was just ahead of its time. Exactly. So, you, know. you you shot your shot. I appreciate that. Uh, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. We actually have the owner of the uh, shop that sells fine yarn. Uh, Monsi Shah, I believe, joins us. Is, am I pronouncing your name correctly? Yes, you are. How are you? Monsi, I'm great. You are the owner of uh, Yarning For You, a uh, shop on Cobb Parkway, uh, just south of yeah. Cumberland. And I drove by your store, and I was I was so impressed that... You said, you know what? I'm going to open up a business that sells fine yarn. I, yeah. I just, I just want to congratulate you for for following your dream, if that was your dream. Um, it's a family dream. My mom opened up the shop about. We are celebrating nine years, um, September 10th. So it was a family business um, that we all kind of fell into. Has it always been at that Cobb Parkway location? Yep. Well, you well, yep. you got a good sign all of a sudden because I had never noticed it before. But I was like, purveyors of fine yarn, that's amazing. Yes, yeah, it's something very different and very unique. Well, obviously, nine years, you guys have been having a success, uh, a great success story. For the, for the layman like myself, what's the difference between regular yarn and fine yarn? And, and what sets you apart? Well, the amount, whenever you knit or crochet something, the amount of time you spend making it is the same whether you use a nice yarn or something that's not as, something that has more acrylic or not natural fibers. Um, It's what you have at the end. So if you use a nicer yarn, it'll look finer, it'll look nicer, it'll last a lot longer. Feel better. Whatever you're making, you're making an heirloom. Beautiful. So the fabric is a lot nicer and finer when you use a finer yarn. Well, listen, I tip my hat to you, your family. You saw you had a dream. You saw an yeah. opening in the market, and you either be nine years. Uh, if you want to know more about the fine yarn, the purveyors of fine yarn, which I think is a very classy way to say it, it's yardingforyou.net. And I've never been in the store, but I plan on stopping in soon because it's not too far from my house. Oh, perfect. That'll be wonderful. Congrats. Thanks for joining us, by the way, Monsi, and thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you so much. There you go. Nine years. Where the hell have I been, Longoria? I don't know. Not paying attention You're around really your house. looking for something like that, right? Yeah, really yeah. Stand out. <laughs> yeah, yarn's not going to just yarn, pop out. Yeah, it. exactly. TJ joins us in Decatur. TJ, real quick, what do you have? Uh, real quick, I, it wasn't my business, but uh, a friend of mine's dad 
had a little curio shop and they sold them and uh, I helped sell them. But back in the 80s, there was the thing called beeper belts. <laughs> and it was a strap. I yeah, know. I, I know. know. I remember. It, it's a strap that kind of went across. You could wear it across your waist or you could sling it, you know, uh, gun holster style over your shoulder. Did you, did you sell and, them? Did you go in business with the uh, beeper belts? Yeah, I, I actually sold quite a bit of them. Good uh, for you. I, I got to run, TJ. I'm so sorry. Speaking of that, I was at the Goshen Fair. This weekend in Connecticut, guy was in full cowboy regalia. The boots, the hat, the, the belt buckle the size of your head, Deb Green, right next to it, a cell phone holder. Like in a <laughs> nice. cell phone on his belt. I'm like, John Wayne's rolling over in his grave. Did you ever take your shot as an entrepreneur? I want to know. Successes, failures, or you're like me and you didn't do anything. 404-872-0750. This is the Mark Aram Show. Don't forget, uh, up for $1,000 of free gas up for grabs tomorrow starting at 8 a.m. on Atlanta's Morning News. Just register at WSBRadio.com. Have you ever gone for it with an, uh, a business idea? Success, failure, or do you just sit on your rump like me? Chris and Canton. Chris, real quick, what was your idea and what did you do? Hey, 10 years ago, started a, uh, a wholesale supply business for just repair parts for uh, plumbing and HVAC contractors, and we uh, were running the we run the parts out to the field to them. So they and and you're still active now, ten years later. It's successful. We 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 set it we set that down three uh, uh, after about three years. It was successful. We needed to get to the next level. We was ahead of its time as far as the deliveries. Um, gotcha, Chris. Congrats on your success. I want to hear more success stories when we come back. Plus, little Sanjay with Would You Rather, the Mark Aram Show on ninety five point five WSB. Hey Atlanta, it's Andy Cohen. You're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Short edition of the Mark Aram Show every Thursday. Now we're going to peace out of here at seven, and then Kirby Smart, UGA Bulldog head coach, will take over at seven. Um, what did I have to say, Deb Green? I love you. About yarn? About food? There was something else I had to mention. Oh, oh Dorian. Hurricane Dorian. Yes. So, looks like we, we avoided any damage in the Georgia coast, but it's still a thing. It's up in North Carolina now, heading toward Virginia. The latest on Dorian throughout the overnight hours, and of course, tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News, starting at 4.30. There you go. So, yesterday, I thought I had a million-dollar idea, and I think it is a million-dollar idea, but I was just late to the game. Have you ever had an idea for a product, a business, etc., and and went for it? Success or failure? I want to hear about it. Or are you like me, you get these ideas and you never do nothing. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Nicole's in Atlanta. Nicole, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you, Mark? Excellent. What's going on? So I had an idea in 2003 when I lived in Minneapolis to airbrush tan people by hand. Um, at the time, there were no machines. There was no Chandler on Friends getting over tan <laughs> yes. or anything like that. But I realized in Minneapolis, people up there, white, just happy to be white. So I moved to Atlanta, and I brought hand airbrush tanning to Atlanta. I got with Spasadel. We did $50,000 in the first month, and by the time I left in five years, we were a half-million-dollar treatment. Look at you. That's fantastic. I try. I'm not a fan of those. I dated a girl that used to do them once, and you basically like couldn't touch her until... You know, oh, for, yeah. like she would get it for an event. Like, oh, I've got an event. Let me get. I'm gonna get the There's spray tan. Development time. Yeah. You got it. She's like, you can't touch me. I'm not saying yeah. it was Jennifer Griffey's, but it might have been Jennifer Griffey's. <laughs> That's pretty cool, though. That's a great idea. Rogers and Marietta. Roger, what was your idea, buddy? Uh, I reinvented the wheel. 
I made a wheel that rocks babies to sleep. Did you take it to market? No, with family problems, I invented it in Ireland, and uh, the cost of about $100,000, but most of it was uh, government grant money. Oh, interesting. So I knew I had a good idea once, you know, they were putting up the money for it. Longori wants a wheel to rock his girls to sleep, and maybe a little Sanjay. It's time. Now, time. Or would you rather with little Sanjay? He's the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of unanswerable questions. He joins us every Tuesday and Thursday in the Mark Aram Show. He is uh, Big Sanjay with Would You Rather. Welcome to the show, buddy. What's the first question? Uh, first question. Uh, would you rather have back pain for a week or an itchy back for a month? Itchy back for a month. Back pain is no joke, man. I get it once in a while. Uh, what are just sleeping wrong or something, or what, I pick up a dog and my back is done? It's so annoying. Uh, I'll do back pain for a week. I, yeah. I kind of get it, but I'll, then I'll just go to yoga class. And my, yeah, okay. exactly what I should be doing. My back is itchy all the time anyway. <laughs> Catfish, do you want to play? Uh, back pain. All right. <laughs> I guess that's a yes. Catfish is in for Chuck, by the yeah. way. Uh, Longo? I'll take back pain. Yeah? Yeah. Really? Yeah, itchy back, that would be so annoying. You have four girls in your house that could scratch your back. Yeah, I guess that so. That doesn't mean they will. Yeah, that doesn't mean they will. My, my youngest will. Yeah. But there, there's sometimes where, I, I mean, I have a spot I can't reach. I have two back scratchers well, in the traffic I, center right now. That's how important I didn't think you would want me to use me. your back scratcher. All right, next question, Sanjay. You could you have All right, free reign. Number two, would you rather have someone apologize ages later or just not at all? I don't care. <laughs> I really go. I guess not at all. Then I don't care. Yeah, uh, not at all. Because I'll never forgive you. You're dead to me. Yeah, I'm kind of the like. <laughs> it takes a lot to cross me. Right. Like I forgive that's, a lot. That's it. But if you if you cross that threshold, you're yeah. exactly right. Yeah. You're dead to me. Yeah. I, I've I've had a number of people. Not a number, but there's Enough. a couple of people in my life that that catfish. Uh, late apology or no apology? Late apology. Longoria. No apology. You don't care. Yeah. All right. Next question, Sanjay. Too late now. All right. <laughs> Would you rather sleep with anyone you desire whenever you please or eat whatever you want whenever you please without burdening your health or your waistline? Just for the first part, this would be reciprocal, right? This is consensual. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. For sure. So I'm walking down the street yeah. or, or someone I know. I could say I can, I can have Nookie with them. Yeah. With anyone I want, and they, and they they want it too. Yeah, well, I mean, they're, they're not against it. Okay, they're not against it. <laughs> this isn't a Russ and Gainesville yeah. situation. Well, you have to gag There's too, no or? chloroform or anything. <laughs> or what was what was the other option, Sanjay? Or you can eat whatever you want, whenever you please, without, you know, any repercussions to your health. This is an easy one for me, because there's only one person that I ever want to make nookie with. There you go. That's my girlfriend, Maya. So this is, this is a layup, Sanjay. Give me all the food, no repercussions. I only have eyes for Maya. Very simple for me. Deb Green? Exactly. I'm married. I can do that whenever I want, Well, your right? husband's not listening, so you could... It doesn't matter, right. but still, you know, I'm like, I'm married. Lead singer whatever. of Stone Temple Pilots or He's whatever. Dead. Oh, all right, Ron, <laughs> That would be kind of weird. Bad suggestion. Well, right. back in the day, maybe. Duh, but you don't even like food. That's perfect. <laughs> Oh, Debbie had to drink a milkshake today. Uh -oh. Catfish, Pat, nookie with anyone you want, or you can eat whatever you want with no repercussions? Eat. Okay. Longoria? <laughs> I guess eat. I guess yeah. eat. 10 years ago. No, 15 years ago. How would you have answered 20, 20 years ago. 20, 20, 20 years, years ago. ago. It's been 20 years ago. All right. Sanjay, thanks for the abbreviated Would You Rather. Sanjay heads up Brass Tax Accounting, folks. That is the official accountant of the Mark Aram Show. Uh, find him on Facebook, Brass Tax Accounting. Uh, Sanjay, best of luck in the NFL season this year, and uh, we'll talk to you next week, pal. 
You bet. There you go. A little Sanjay and Would You Rather. Finishing up with your calls. Million dollar ideas. Success, failures, or did you just sit on the couch like me? Throwback Thursday listening to Beyonce on the Mark Aram Show. Final segment of the Mark Aram Show. We're going to uh, break away at 7 for Kirby Smart and the Bulldog Coaches Show. Real quick, because I don't have much time, what was your million-dollar idea, and did you go forward with it? Ricky's in Alpharetta. Ricky, what was your idea, buddy? Hey, we sat on it. But this is what it was. Um, in college, um, we jumped from apartment to apartment mm-hmm. here in, in Atlanta, and we noticed that um, all of the apartments all had the same sort of stove that had those little iron, yeah, yeah. those little circular iron heaters. Gotcha. Okay? So what was your idea? And and so the whole deal was, you know, we would have breakfast, you know, eggs and bacon in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the bacon, you know, kind of splatters. And then at night, the only thing we had money for was, uh, you know, pasta and red sauce. Yeah. And, of course, the red sauce kind of flops out. So we thought... All these things look the same. So if we put something, because we didn't like to clean. We oh, had like a covering on top of the stove so it looked like exactly. uh, you're not slobs. So That's a viable idea for, for guys that make messes when they cook. Tom's in Cleveland. Tom, real quick, what was your idea? When I was nine years old, we had swing blades. A uh, lot, of, lot of weeds to knock down. So I got an old fan motor, mounted it to some conduit, hooked the rheostat to it. And I can only imagine years down the road a guy smoking a joint going to Georgia Tech to his engineering class years later having this brilliant idea and inventing the weed eater. But and I did it first. You did it first. Tom, congratulations. See, that's why you don't sit on things, Longoria. you got to take them to market. David's in Buford. David, real quick, what was your idea? Yeah, hey, Mark. Uh, yeah, speaking of throwback Thursday, how about bringing an old-school pinball game room back to a mall? I would do that. You don't see game rooms at mall. I, I really suck at pinball, though, to be honest with you. Yeah, I was never good. good at pinball. I don't know, the hand-eye coordination or whatever. It's probably the only game I was good at. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I was better at, at the video games. Miss Pac-Man, et cetera, Asteroids. But I was I was always horrible at pinball. Tyler's in Flowery Branch. Tyler, what was your idea, buddy? Hey, Mark. Our family started a pet uh, funeral home in crematory back in the 70s. That That's so probably wildly that. successful. Yep, still going today. It's been been great for us. Bosco just gave me a look in the studio like, well, don't you dare. Don't you dare, Dad. Pierre's in Norcross. Pierre, what was your million-dollar idea? Oh, it's multi-million dollar. Multi-million dollar. Did, I, you, did you do yeah, it? Yeah, I came up, yeah, I came up with the idea of putting kids behind the wheel at early ages. And I built what's called Tiny Town now. Tiny so, Town. And Tiny Town. And okay. I developed a smart car. So kids started driving at the age of three in Tiny Town, and we have three different size cars. But at the age of nine, uh, they have real life driving experience. And this so is an actual made, thing right now, Pierre, that you're doing this? That's correct. That's and, correct. And you've now, made millions. Well, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make millions. Got to make I'm millions. franchising <laughs> my business and going all over. All right, give, give okay. a plug. You have a website we can plug? Of course, Tiny Town with E for education at the end dot com. That's a long, tiny, okay. so you have to type out Tiny Town with E for education <laughs> no, dot no, com. No, no, I'm no. just, I'm just Town, kidding, Pierre. No, no. I'm, just, yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. Town has That's great. <laughs> I, listen, I think the okay. earlier we can get driving instruction, obviously as a traffic guy, I think the better. Tiny Town with an E for education yeah. dot com. Jim's on the perimeter. Jim, what was your million dollar idea, buddy? 
We're talking third eye brake lights for motorcycle helmets so that you could see when they're braking through the other windshields like you do with a car. Ooh, what are you going to do? Have you done this yet? Uh, years ago, I uh, kind of did the same thing with the uh, invention hotline kind of thing, and uh, someone already had it patented, but uh. I haven't seen it since, and it's been over 20 years. All right, jump back in there then. You got There's a hole to fill. Daniel's in Atlanta. Daniel, real quick, what was your idea? Hey, Mark, I, uh, I had a... Uh, franchise with a national pest control company for 15 years when I sold my franchise. I came to Atlanta and started a once-a-year pest control service. And no one in Atlanta is doing a once-a-year pest control service. I, I invented a once-a-year antacid pill. <laughs> what, does it work the rest of the year? Yeah, just take it once and it's good for the rest of the year. Stacy's in Covington. Stacy, real quick, what was your idea, buddy? Hi, uh, so this was my son's idea, actually. He is 10 years old. This was three years ago. He came up with the idea that there should be an app where you can race cars using Google Maps. And I am still looking for someone to patent this idea with me to help me invent this. I wish I had more time to know about it because I want to know more about that. Let's do Star of the Show, Longoria. we got to get out of here. We're running late. Boston's got to get eat dinner. Are you guys ready for the um, Catfish, Star of the Show. Good job. Coach uh, Kirby Smart coming up next on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile.